Yoo-hoo, everyone! <laughs> Welcome back to band practice! This is Emma. And I'm Madison, and today we're going to be doing an episode all about our toxic traits, all of our fatal flaws. Um, I randomly thought of this this week, and I was like, that could be really funny because I have like 10 just off the top of my head, so let's just expose ourselves. <laughs> I felt that. When I told Brandon what our topic was, he was like, oh, your section will be so short. I was like, right, <laughs> right. That's funny. I told Ben and I was like, I don't even remember what he said, but I was like, do you have any suggestions? And he was like, ah, uh, yeah, like I could think of some. And then I read him my <laughs> list and he was like, he was like, no, you got it covered. Like, yep, those are very I'm accurate. So dead. <laughs> That's so funny. It's the difference of being married, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, how have you been? I've been good. I've had a really fun, cutie little day. I'm doing a little girls' day with Laura. We Aww. well, first I went to Pilates this morning, which was great. And yeah, so her and I went and got a drink and some pretzels from Culinary Dropout. The best. And then we did some shopping. Oops. Um, <laughs> and now I'm here. Oh, and then tonight we're seeing Theo Vaughn. I'm really sorry to bring that up. Oh. Oh, sorry. That hurt. You know, we've been talking about I how saw... we wish you were here. Mm, I'm sure you have been. But um, <laughs> I saw him post on his Instagram story that he was in town. And for some reason, I thought he was only doing one show. And then I was like, wait, did Emma not go? Because you didn't mention it to me. But that makes so much sense that he's doing multiple, I guess. Yeah. He's just he's too, too famous, here. too popular. Too big. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's really exciting. I'll be crying myself to sleep, but that's okay. <laughs> I hope it's a good slumber. Oh, I was going to say the little story um, from my Jamba Juice experience this morning. I just thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. ordered a ginger shot with my um, smoothie and the girl at the register was like, and do you want Kanye pepper on top of that? And I was just like... <laughs> At first, I thought she was talking about my smoothie, too, so I was just all around very confused. Um, but she meant cayenne pepper on top of my ginger <laughs> shot, um, and she was she was laughing at herself for quite some time. I felt bad because she was obviously embarrassed, but I thought it was funny. Well, if I was her and, like, I had a job in customer service and stuff like I have in the past, if you mess up your words, it's, like, so embarrassing. You're like, oh, <laughs> I, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> but when you're on the other side of it and you're the customer and, like, the customer service person messes up on, like, their script, it's always so funny. And, like, you don't care. Like, <laughs> you're not, yeah. like, mad at her for saying Kanye Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> but she probably did think about that all day. I know. And now I'm saying it on a podcast. Poor thing. No, that's so funny. Would you like any Kanye pepper? You're like, no Kanye today. No, thank thank you. you. I was like, definitely not to that. <laughs> um, have you been to the arcade lately? Last night we went and it was really busy again, but I was like, I'm fiending for the basketball. Like I have yeah. to go. And so we went in and it was like packed. So people were like watching, like people were like waiting in line next to play basketball, you know, so they kind of were watching you. And I was playing and then this group of boys behind us, it was like, hey, she making buckets though. 
Yes. No, because that would feed me for the rest no, of the No, I was going to say my <laughs> ego has never been bigger. And then after I finished, they were like, that was nice. That was nice. I was like, thank you, boys. Like, yeah. Thank you. I love that <laughs> I was so like, much. I'll be here all week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You really will, though. <laughs> no, I will. I'm like, if you want to come see me play, just stop by any any night of the week. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, but I had to blow off some steam yesterday because we went out to watch the Suns game, first Suns versus Nuggets game, and obviously everybody in Denver is Nuggets fans, and so everybody was like just freaking out for the Nuggets, and I was just so pissed off. Like Nothing is worse than being in an environment where you're cheering for the other team than everybody else yeah. is. And like n- the Nuggets would like make a really good dunk or something, and the crowd would go wild, and I'd just be like... I'm fuming. Like, I can't take I this. I can't imagine. I know. I was really um, disappointed in that game. And we weren't even playing bad, I thought. I just, the Nuggets were just playing really well, I gotta say. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm hopeful that, I just like, I would at least like to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Like, let's just, one more round, mm-hmm. you know? Hang in there, boys. Oh, I was just gonna say one more thing. Oh, go ahead. Um. Laura and I were talking about your little arcade moment and uh-huh. how her and I want to find an arcade and practice basketball. That way, when we visit you in Denver, we can like really play in your league. <laughs> you need to be practicing. Even Ben's I friend. I do. I was talking to one of them that's coming back and I sent him like my high score and he was like, I got to find somewhere to practice like while I'm here. So then when I come back and visit, I can keep up. I'm like, yeah, you guys need to pick up the pace. Like, let's go. I know. You have a very specific training regimen that I just, it can't be beat. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called having no other hobbies other than going to the arcade. <laughs> well, I made myself a coffee. Ooh. I wanted to tell everyone about my new coffee routine. Yes, so, please. yeah, I have been, you know, just on the journey of trying to figure out how to make coffee from home that, like, I actually think tastes good and, like, better or at least as good as getting it out, you know? And I've just never been able to, like, figure it out because I also don't want to buy an espresso. Can you hear that? I sure can. Was that, like, a train? Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, But I've never wanted to spend a ton of money and get, like, an espresso or something, even though that (laughs) prop... But I haven't wanted to spend a ton of money, like, getting an espresso or anything, even though that's probably, like, the best taste. I just, like, don't drink coffee a ton enough to, like, justify that. But I, this week, got a mocha pot, which is, like, kind of an Italian version of making coffee or espresso. And I just got a little one off of Amazon for, like, 40 bucks. And then I got some, actually, Chamberlain coffee grounds. And it's actually very delicious. It's my first time trying Emma's coffee brand. Um, and I've just been making my own coffee from home, adding some almond milk, a little bit of you know caramel syrup, and it's actually so good. Like I get really excited when I get to make my coffee from home. So this is just a big win for me. So yeah, I'm drinking my little latte right now. Dang, I am so jealous because I've always wanted to be a mocha pot girly, but I have an espresso, and so I don't feel like I can justify having both because... I realistically wouldn't use them both. I'd probably just pick one. But I just love the aesthetic of a mocha pot. Like when I see people on TikTok or whatever make them, I'm just like, oh, you're like cool. I don't know. It's just so much cooler to me. 
<laughs> yeah. It's cool to do something that, like, doesn't require – well, it does require electricity. But, like, uh-huh. it's just – you're doing it by hand. Like, you're putting the water in, putting the grounds in, and then it just, like, boils, and then it's done. There's just something about, like, well, I could, totally could have done this in, like, the olden days, you know? I was going to say it's giving, like, a, a little bit of cottage core, Like, yeah. very – I don't know how to – it's not, like, a press of the button, like, an espresso. It's exactly. Like, I'm not like the other girls. I make it, yeah. make it by hand. I'm afraid of technology, so. Yeah, I don't even have a phone. Not me. Just my mocha pot. (laughs) Crying. I love that journey for you because I know you were thinking about getting an espresso. I think this was a good choice for you. Thank you. Well, what are you drinking? I have. This is kind of big news for me because I have always been an Olipop girl and I never really dabbled with the poppies, but I tried some like a couple weeks ago and I was like, these are way better, low-key. I like poppies more. And so I have a cherry limeade poppy in a wine glass, of course. Um, oh, and it's like, Thank you. It literally tastes like Sonic cherry limeade to me. Like, I feel like I always got those when I was growing up, and it's exactly mm-hmm. what it tastes like. It's so good. I agree. I think poppy is definitely my go-to choice. And I think their flavor selection is getting even better. I haven't tried the cherry limeade, but they have a Dr. Pepper, their Doc Pop, and that is like really, really good. So Wait, I haven't, I didn't know they had that. I've never tried it. It's hard to find. It's like a kind of like a pinkish purple can, but our Whole Foods has it. So I always get that. Hmm. I'll have to keep my eye out. I'll have to keep my eye out for cherry limeade. Mm-hmm. I know I got them at Target. I went the other day and they had a whole Ooh. pack of them. I was like, you're coming home with me. <laughs> well, should we get into exposing ourselves? Yeah. Time for our toxic traits. Cue the track. <laughs> Taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. <laughs> you're toxic. <laughs> <laughs> this is band practice after all. <laughs> Getting back to our roots. Okay, who wants to start? I can go. Okay. (laughs) Bold. All right. You go ahead. All right. So my first one is something that I've just come to realize over the last few years. And I mean, I don't know that any of these are really all that toxic, but I think it's toxic that like I'm self-aware about them and like continue to not change. (laughs) But the first one is that (laughs) I like think the gifts I come up for people are better than like what the list they'll give me so like if someone gives me a christmas list i'm like i go rogue and i'm like no i know something much better that you will want and Mm -hmm. i really think i got that from my dad because that's what he was like growing up like christmas and birthdays like i wouldn't even bother making a list because dude would just think of his own fun thing and most of the time it wasn't (laughs) You know, it's just like when you know you want something, you just want it, but he's gotten better. Anyways, I do that now. So he passed that along to me and I just give people gifts and sometimes I realize that they just aren't being used and I'm like, oh, like we got my dad an ice maker for Christmas and I saw the other day, it's still in his backseat of his car. He hasn't even brought it inside, so, but Yeah, I just think I have the best ideas and, like, the person doesn't end up liking it, but I just continue to do that that same cycle. I love that. But sometimes I I honestly think I'm the same way because I'm like, 
okay, I hear you. Like, those are good ideas, but I know better. And, like, I yeah. know you're going to love this. And it is hit or miss. Like, sometimes it's, like, they didn't even know that they needed it. And then they love it. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they're, like, yeah, I would have rather you just got me what I asked for. <laughs> At least I just love to give gifts. So it's fun to feel like, ooh, how much I know about this person really shows in my super creative gift, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. Sometimes I feel like it's kind of a cop-out if you're buying something for somebody and they told you that they wanted it. It's like right? less fun because then they're just expecting it. But yeah. then you know that they'll like it. But sometimes it is fun to just go off go off the beaten path yeah. a little bit and just freestyle. You get it. <laughs> My first one is, and listen, I think we can all relate to this. My screen time makes me physically ill, like sick to my stomach. When I get the notification every week, I'm like, what? Something's wrong with me. Like, this is sickening. And I acknowledge it. And it's been this way for years. And I do try to make little changes, but I every week, the notification hits and I'm just sick to my stomach. It's just who I am. Yeah. You know, it just is what it is, isn't it? Like, aren't we all glued to our phones? I mean, sometimes it's productive stuff. Right. I don't know. Yeah, that's how I try to, I try to like gaslight my phone Mm -hmm. into thinking that like, I don't know. But I looked today because I got the notification and I was like, okay, what am I doing on my phone for this long? And it's like, yeah, a couple hours on TikTok here and there, a couple hours on Instagram right. here and there. But then it's also like an hour of podcasts or like I track my runs yeah. on my phone. So it's like, okay, I'm actually running. I'm not sitting on my phone, but it like counts towards the time. So I just, I don't know. I'm in denial. Can I ask what, what yours was like last week? The The notification that I just got was eight hours. Oh, on on average. Yeah. And that's like a full time job, though. And like, that's what gets me. But I don't know. I don't know what's average for other people. So I don't I guess I don't know necessarily if that's like, like super bad, because I do use it for work sometimes. And like, yeah. you know, everything adds up. But eight hours, that's exactly <laughs> it's sick. Oh, do you know what yours is? Yeah. Um, Mine's. Last week was <laughs> five hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, like if I'm trying and it's a good week, I'll have it around there. But if I don't pay attention to it at all and – but here's the thing though. Then this week it was like a couple hours every day of editing. I'm like, well, what – am I supposed to edit right. with a pen and – like pen and paper? No, I can't do that. I need my phone. Like We run a podcast. We're allowed to have high screen time. Exactly. But that's also, it's not okay. But I'm like, where am I getting this time? Because let me be annoying for a second. I did start 75 soft this week. And so I'm, I know I'm working out twice a day. I'm meditating. I'm reading. Like I'm doing all these healthy things that take up a lot of my day. And then somehow my screen time is still high. I'm like, where is the time in the day for me to be looking at my phone for this long? Like, where is it coming from? And I get eight hours of sleep. I'm like, something's not adding up. Like, this is a glitch. Yeah, they're lying. (laughs) (laughs) My next one is that I will Irish goodbye anywhere, anytime. And I've realized how bad it is because I Irish goodbye at meetings at work. Like, in person. I will just get up and leave when the meeting's over. (laughs) 
say anything. And it's so bad. That mainly stems from like, I just, especially in a professional setting, I get so shy and awkward. Like, I don't know what to, like, people will be still having their little conversations. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to go. And I just don't know what to say. But yeah, I think I Irish goodbye a little too much where I just leave abruptly. And it's probably impolite sometimes. Um, but it really is just the social anxiety, I think. If I could Irish goodbye from nannying, I'd just sneak out the back door. Like, but Literally. it's just me. So I have to like say goodbye. Yeah, no, I completely get that. And I think why we're so toxic as a duo, me and you together, is that I see nothing wrong with that. Everything you've said is... so far, I'm like, and you should, as you should. That is essentially our friendship is just supporting each other no matter how toxic it could be. But I genuinely don't think any of it is. <laughs> I think I just, we're so similar that I'm like, I just get it. And so I'm like, yeah. yeah. I mean, who doesn't do that? <laughs> Literally. My next one coming in hot is that I have the emotional intelligence of roughly a toddler. Um, and <laughs> what I mean by that... <laughs> is that like as a child and this is carried into my adulthood I've always been like you know how there's two types of people like the people where if something's bothering them or like they are in a disagreement there's the people that like want to talk it out right away or there's the people that like take time for themselves and think about it and stuff Mm -hmm. I'm definitely somebody who does not want to talk it out right away like I cannot form sentences if there's like a disagreement or something And so I just keep to myself and I like process it in my head and then I don't really feel the need to like share my feelings or anything because I've already dealt with it myself. But I think other people like in friendships or like with Ben or whatever, other people are like, what? What's wrong with you? Like you never told me how you felt. And I'm like, yeah, because it doesn't matter anymore. Like (laughs) old news, moving on. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think it comes off sometimes as like um, emotionally unintelligent. I also understand this because I just don't really, I'm not like an upset or angry person, but if I ever do, it doesn't last for long. And then like when I'm over it, I'm over it. And I just don't feel the need to like, yeah. I get that. No, I I think that's it too. If I get like, I do get upset, but it lasts for like such a short amount of time that then I'm just over it. And I'm almost like, just, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, yeah, that was weird. Like, oh, I had a mental breakdown. Anyways, moving on. Like literally this morning, I like had a 1% will to live. And now I'm like giggling on the podcast, having a great time. I'm like, well, anyways, moving on. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. I was sad. Okay, exactly. now I'm happy. Whatever. Yeah. But it's probably yeah. not the the healthiest option. Perhaps. My next one is actually similar to that in a way. So mine has to do with, like, yeah, confrontation or, like, serious conversations. And this stems from, like, even when I was a kid, if I, like, got in trouble, like, my dad never even yelled at me. But, like, if I'm, like, did something wrong as a kid, I'll start crying. And 
it's the same, unfortunately, as an adult. So I've learned, <laughs> like, if Brendan and I, like, if he, he's so good at communicating. And if I've, like, said something that, like, hurt his feelings, he'll, like, let me know. And I'm so glad he does because, like, obviously I don't want to hurt his feelings. Then I'll start crying because I feel so bad and he feels like he's got to, like, console me. But, like, I'm not the victim in the situation. <laughs> but, like, by crying, I've made myself the victim. And I just, like, I try to control it so much, too. Like, <laughs> I feel so bad. I just can't help it. I just start crying. I just hate having to, like, I hate feeling like I've done something wrong or, like, having to talk about my feelings. But it must be done. Like, very heavy on this one because I'm the same way. <laughs> and I will cry <laughs> as soon as tensions rise by, like, 1%. Yep. The tears are forming. And then, like you said, <laughs> yeah. then I... Then I feel like almost like I'm manipulating the other person because then I'm right. like the one crying, even if I'm the one that did something wrong. And I'm like, no, like I'm just crying because I feel bad. Like, but it's not yeah. your fault. It's my fault. But yeah, I don't know what that I think it's because also we both like you said, as children, I think we both were like a little goody two shoes, like mm -hmm. a little perfectionist. So if we did do something wrong, we felt like guilty or like, I don't know, like we yeah, not like we're not good enough or something. I don't know. It's like weird childhood stuff that I find carries into adulthood. Yeah. And then you're like, what? Why do I do this? But it's just, it's always been that way. I I will I cry if you raise your voice one octave or, or anything right. really. <laughs> but then I could be talking about like literally my most traumatic childhood events and not feel a thing. Same. No tears. I'll like, just straight face or like throwing a giggle, like really like, ah. literally I'll actually crack a joke. So <laughs> Yeah. Well lots to unpack. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna continue to ignore it. <laughs> My next one is that I will literally cry over having no friends and then avoid any social interaction at all costs. Even though like I've I've come to realize within like the past month that I am a introverted extrovert, which I didn't know that was like a thing, but I've been seeing people talk about it a lot. I think my, like my personality, I'm very much like a homebody. I like alone time and like, I don't know, I think that's just a part of my personality. But how I get energy is like I'm actually super recharged and I get energy from being around other people, which is mm. by definition an extrovert. But because yeah. I just am so comfortable being alone and at home, I just avoid it like the plague. But then I'm not getting any energy. And so it's just like a toxic relationship literally with myself because I'm the only thing standing in my way. Um, but yeah, like if somebody asks me to hang out, I'll say yes and then I'll dread it and not want to go at all. But then if I do end up going, then it's so much fun. Like I love it. Right. And so I don't know what the mental block is for me, but there is one for sure. At least you, yeah, you recognize that. That's uh -huh. so hard. And I, I have like phases of that. Well, I've never felt recharged by being with others unless it's like there's a specific group of people, like maybe three tops where I'm like, yeah, 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 I can like be around you and not feel drained. But it's so hard to like dig yourself out of the hole of like, just sticking to yourself and being alone and then like going out with people but you know you just always end up having a good time and then it's helpful if like you drive yourself that way you can Irish goodbye whenever you need to mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I think, like you said, I always thought I was the same way because there are people that are like energy drainers. Like it's just hard to be around them. And I kind of based what I thought about myself on that. Like, oh, I'm drained after being with them. But it's actually like a them thing, not a me thing. But if you're with like your people, like people that you love and that get you and you trust, like then I'm I just have so much energy. Like I go home and I'm just like way happier way more excited yeah. way more like productive I don't know I've just noticed that which is like really weird because I've always considered myself an introvert well that's really interesting I have to mm-hmm. think about that yeah I actually heard uh Caitlin Nolan was talking about it on oh, her one awesome. of her recent podcasts and I was like that's literally me like that makes so much sense yeah that does maybe I'm like you maybe Like, because think of me and you, like, whenever we're together, we're so inspired, so motivated. That's so true. I don't know. Maybe it's It's hard to figure out. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) um, (laughs) My next one is I love to complain about my body and wellness, um, but we'll continue to lose motivation to improve it within three to four business days every time. So it's just like a constant cycle of wanting to like see some change or like enact some change and then I'll have like one bad day and then I just like let that determine the entire week and then I have to like start over again. Oh, it's exhausting. But I think I am slowly (laughs) getting a habit of things. I have my habit tracker right here actually. I got a habit tracker off of Amazon. That way I can like, yeah, color in the box each day that I complete a habit and that's actually helped me a lot. Um, didn't finish my entire one from last week. So here's to this week. Hopefully I'll get a perfect week some point. Um, but I've also had to learn that like progress isn't linear and it doesn't have to be as long as you're, you know, pushing forward and learning something and like maintaining a healthy relationship with your habits. But I don't know. I just feel I feel bad when I like complain about something so much and then I don't actually like do anything to fix it it's like okay I've kind of lost my right to complain but we're getting there we are I am interested in that habit tracker and also do you want to share like give us an example of what what habits you're working on I would love to know so for our YouTube viewers here's kind of what it looks like you can it's really just like a blank little sheet and it separates by week and has kind of like an open list that you can write your habits. So I have 30 minutes of exercise, balanced food choices, so it doesn't have to be perfect, doing my morning skincare every day because I find when I work from home, I'll just like roll out of bed in my pajamas and just get to work. Um, I want to read one chapter of the book I'm reading right now because it's a long book and I just can't seem to get through it. And then 10 minutes of like meditation or manifestation, whatever I need to just like do something good for my mental health. Um, So yeah. And then I get to color in the box for each day of the week that I complete those. And it makes it like really fun because you like want to see all of them colored in, you know, it's like a game. Uh I was going to say, I love that because I'm such a visual person. Like if Mm -hmm. I have like a physical to-do list or like checklist for something and you get to check off the box, it's so satisfying. Like that just motivates me, even though it's so silly, but it works. I love that. It really does. Also, another tip I've figured out in the last maybe month is by reframing like a workout into just like movement has been really helpful for me to like actually do it consistently. 
because then there's less pressure for it to be this like really intense training session, like workout sounds like, rather than movement can literally just be like stretching or walking, which is just as important and good for you too. So that's kind of been helping me stay yeah. on track. But I love that. Like going into it without such high expectations of like, this mm-hmm. is what it needs to look like. Just like listening to right. what you need and what you want for that day. Also on that note, I started, I always like roughly track my period because I seed cycle and stuff but like I don't know the exact days and like all the phases and stuff but I've seen obviously you've probably seen it too on TikTok and stuff like people talking about working out for their cycle or like eating for their cycle and I started paying attention to it this month because I am like working out more and I just wanted to see and it's literally insane like it makes so much sense because some weeks I'll be like so into it and like wanting to go to the Mm -hmm. gym and wanting to push myself and then some weeks I'll be like I would rather do anything else like I yeah. can barely walk on the treadmill like I don't want to do anything and like this past couple days I was in my ovulation phase and I've been running I've been like on top of it like so motivated <laughs> so awesome. it's easy like it's but then if you're in I forget the name of all the phases now but like the week before your period obviously you're not going to be performing at that level right So I think it helps just so you're not like pushing yourself in a phase that you are not able to achieve the same level as like the phase you were in last week, you know? So it's just, I don't know, something to keep, keep in mind. It's just very interesting to me. I love that. I've researched it a little bit too. And yeah, me, during my period, I'm the most exhausted I've ever felt. It's like gnarly. So I always try to like be more gentle and Yeah, just stick to like walks or like yoga or something rather than like lifting weights. But Mm -hmm. my next one, this honestly kind of goes along with your last point. I have like about once a week, I have this big epiphany of like, oh, something just clicked for me. I'm changing my life. Like right here, right now, everything's different moving forward. (laughs) And then I don't do anything. I don't follow through on it. And then the next week, I'll have like a very similar epiphany and be like, oh my God, it all makes sense. Like (laughs) everything's changing. And I didn't even realize that I do this until like two weeks ago. I had one of these moments and I came to Ben and I was so excited. And I was like, I forget what it was an epiphany about, but something. I thought I had cracked the code. And he goes, yeah, well, it is Monday. Like, I do this every Monday. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, you literally did this last Monday and you're going to do it next Monday. I'm like, oh my God, you're right. You're so right. so funny. Yeah. But I'll have this whole plan. I'm like, yes, like, oh, I just figured out the perfect schedule for me. Like this, there's no excuse. Like this, this is what I'm going to do. And then I just do the same thing that I always do. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll talk to you next week. (laughs) I can confirm. I love when you text me your epiphanies because honestly, Uh it motivates me. I'm like, oh my God, like we're about to change the game. (laughs) It's so fun. I love that about you actually. Oh, thank you. It happens to the best of us. But it happened uh, this past, the past week with 75 soft or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just woke up one day. I was like, this is the answer to all my problems. Like I'm going to be so consistent. This is going to be amazing. But I've actually stuck to this one. So this I don't know. Maybe it works sometimes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not wrong. It just clicks. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So my next one is actually pretty toxic. 
I have, so I heard JC talk about this on the What We Said podcast, and I was like, no, like, that's actually me. I have an insatiable need for validation from my partner, from Brandon. Like, it's, like, I need you to spell it out. Like, speak to me in words and actions how obsessed with me you are (laughs) every single day. And honestly, it'll probably not be enough. I'll probably need more. Like, I just... I don't know what it is, but I just love like words of affirmation and everything. And I just can't get enough. Yeah, I'm kind of, I don't know. I go through phases with it, but I definitely get you where, and I think JC specifically said this, where she'll be like, what was your first impression of me? Like, what'd you think? Yeah. <laughs> and then he'll be like, yeah, I thought you were cool. And she's like, more, more. Like, what did you actually yeah. think? What, like, what was your first thought when I walked in the room? I'm like that. And also specifically with like, if somebody says, oh, so-and-so mentioned you, like, we were talking about you. I'm like, what did you say? And then yeah, they'll be like, oh, oh, she said, like, you're really funny or whatever. Or she, nobody would say that. but you know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, you were really nice or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, and then what'd you say? And then what'd she say? And then, like, I need to know right. every detail. If I am being perceived, I need to know every detail of it. Or, like, that is ben, so true. ben will be like, oh, like, my friend asked about you. I'm like, let me see the text. Like, let me read the whole thread. I need to see it all. <laughs> and I think that's related. I don't know. I think we're just oh, for sure. a little bit, I don't even know if it's self-obsessed or something, but I just I love know. hearing things about myself. <laughs> yeah. I love to know what others are thinking. Yeah. And that's so true about, like, wanting to know like their first impressions like I want confirmation that I'm not like the other girls and Mm -hmm. I'm this one's special and you think I'm special but yeah so I'll literally like I'll drag it out of him if I have to I'll Mm -hmm. get what I need yeah but you really want to know you're like what made me stand out like why did you want me to be your girlfriend yeah And men would never understand that. Like, they're probably like, you guys are crazy. Like, they just... Literally. They will never get it. That is for the girlies only. (laughs) My next one, I... I mean, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you probably have gathered this already. I am very much all or nothing. Like, I am absolutely obsessed with it or I'm not doing it at all. For instance, going to the arcade. (laughs) (laughs) um like I just go all in and if I can't go all in then I'm not gonna do it at all I think this stems from being a little bit of a perfectionist as well like if I can't put my 100% effort and do the best that I can then it's like it's not even worth my time like I'm totally I'm not even gonna do it um and that has pros and cons because of course if I do something like I'm all in then it's perfect and I do amazing and like it all works out but then there's some things that like I should put a little bit of effort into and I am just not into it at all so I'm not going to spend any time on it and then that's where it's like kind of a con (laughs) I get that yeah I don't know it's like I mean at at least it's nice to be kind of decisive like for instance um I was vegan for eight years and I remember the exact day I decided to go vegan I literally watched one video and then I went to my mom and I was like, hey, I'm going to be vegan now. So like I'll, you know, grocery shop and cook for myself if I need. You don't have to worry about me, but like this is what I'm doing. And then for eight years, I was 
like extremely vegan, like very strict, never ate anything that was not vegan. Was like so fully in it, like Mm -hmm. wholeheartedly. And then, and this wasn't like a spur of the moment decision. I've been thinking about this for like months now. But one random day last week, I was like, yeah, it's not for me anymore. Like just completely flipped the switch. I was like, yeah, I've been (laughs) vegan for eight years, but oh well. And then I just wasn't anymore. Like I'm either 100% all, there was no phasing in or phasing out. I'm either in it or I'm not. And so that's the journey that I'm on right now. All right. My last toxic trait is that I, whenever someone comes to me with like a problem or they're venting, I like want to like get into solution mode before I remember to like show emotions and like empathy and like validation. I'm just very much like, well, this is what you need to do. Like it's very clear and obvious, but like obviously that's not going to like go over well. So I've been working on that for the like last few years that I've become self-aware about it. Um, Cause like not all the time that people are venting to you, do they want solutions? Sometimes they just want you to listen. So that's kind of been what I've been learning about is empathy. I'm the same exact way, like painfully this way. Virgos. I know. I was going to say, I feel like people always say it's about, say it about men. Like they're like, oh, when you come to like your boyfriend with a problem and they try and solve it. Like, I don't want you to solve it. I want you to hear me. And I'm like, it's not just men. It's also Virgo women. Like, (laughs) (laughs) because this is so me. And I think the problem where it doesn't really connect in my head is that if I come to somebody with a problem, I kind of do want to talk about solutions. I don't really want to yeah. talk about my feelings. Like that's how I like it. But I don't understand that like other people don't like that. Right. I don't know. But like you said, it's very clear. It's very obvious. Like obviously this is what yeah, you have to do. I just do. can't hold it in. I need to tell you. I like, know. I need to fix it. <laughs> I found like if like I'll either make my expectations clear if I'm like venting to someone or if someone's venting to me, if I'm like not sure, I'll just ask them like what they need from me in the moment. That way I don't like overstep, but it is really hard to like be there for someone and not share your your two cents. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it also makes me feel silly too. If somebody's like, I'm really sad, like I'm having a really hard day and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, that sucks. I know, right? Then like, what do you want to talk about? Like... <laughs> Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, I don't know. But I love that you said that because that is so me. Okay, my last one. This kind of relates to one of my earlier points about my my social habits. Um, I have like a core group of people and this changes. Like you could be in it one month and you're kicked out the next month. Like <laughs> I just have a core. Whoever I'm like just best friends with at the moment, it's normally like three to five people if you are not in that group at that moment I am impossible to reach like I will not Mm -hmm. pick up the phone I'll forget to text you back no you cannot FaceTime me like I just you're not at the front of my mind I don't know what is wrong with me and like I still care about you so much and like I want to know what you're doing but I just I feel like I only have the energy to put into like just a core group of people at one time but then I feel really bad especially after moving because like some friends they can only get a hold of me through the phone like they can't just come and see me or we can't grab dinner so I'm like "Ah, I've been trying to put more 
energy into it, but it's just hard. I just hate talking on the phone and FaceTiming and and texting takes so long. So I'm like, I can only, yeah. I can only do so much. I can only handle so much. Mm-hmm. Well, only the elite club members get to have a special relationship. Sucks. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. I'm very lucky. Yeah. Maybe next month I'll reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a competition. Like, it's like America's Next Top Model. I have three photos in my hand. <laughs> no, literally. And I just realized as I'm speaking out loud, I definitely got that from my dad because he has ranked in his phone a list of his top, like, favorite people. <laughs> he won't say that it's his favorite people, but it's definitely his favorite people. And, like, That's if funny. I... Like, he tried to call me once, and I didn't pick up, and then he called Ben, and Ben picked up, and then he was like, well, you just got bumped up. Like, you're now number three. Maddie's number four. Like, he literally will change it, depending on, like, who he's closest with. Yeah. And Uh, I love that for him. And I need to... Maybe I should make a list. Keep it organized. Yeah. So savage. So savage of him. That is crazy. We really got to get Chris on the podcast someday. I got. I know. Gotta he asked if he. Yeah, he asked if he could be on it a while ago, and I yeah. was like, "Yeah, I'll think." Wonder about if he it. still listens. I don't know. This can be a test. This will be the test. Well, now that we've exposed how toxic we are, hopefully you still want to be in the band. <laughs> um, hopefully you feel closer to us. You know, we're not all perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody has toxic traits, and I think. Yeah. Because I'm in a period of growth and like I've really been working on myself and like just trying to improve. This was just this was very healing for me to just admit these things. I hate being wrong and to admit mm-hmm. that these things that I do are so messed up and toxic. It was it was a very healing experience. Ooh, maybe on our story after this, we can ask people to anonymously send us their toxic traits. True. Maybe could we'll, be fun. we could read them for an episode if we get. Ooh, that would, that would be, would be fun. really fun to expose all yeah. of you guys. Well, make sure to um, share the podcast if you enjoy it. Leave us a rating or review on whatever streaming platform you're using, and we're just so grateful for all of your support and your love. And please know it doesn't go unnoticed. Yes, thank you. We love you guys. This was so much fun. Like I said, I was in a little bit of a rut earlier, but just just chatting it up, this like boosted my mood. This is literally my favorite day of the week. I love it. Me too. It's <laughs> always the best, best vibes. Yes. Thank you guys so much. You can follow along on our Instagram and TikTok. They'll all be linked in the show notes. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>